Welcome to Hollywood Deli. I'm your host, Blue. So let's talk about it. The internet was set on fire when Damar Hamill, who plays for the Buffalo Bills, um, and they were playing who? The Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals, and he had a massive heart attack. Right after he made a tackle on tight end, T. Higgins. Yep. And so... nothing to do with T. Higgins, though. It was just weird. He's 24 years old, I believe, somewhere around that age. He's still intubated and not breathing on his own. And so Skip Bayless, if you don't know who Skip Bayless is, Skip Bayless is a, a um, NFL analysis, well, sports analysis. And he has a show with, what is that guy's name? Uh, Shannon Sharp. And what's the show called? Undisputed. Undisputed. Chris watches all the time. I don't. Before we go, go, um, go that, that part of that whole. I just so need to do the preambles. The game was suspended for up to an hour. Can I um? Okay. You you rushing it? <laughs> you rushing it? All right. So I was just trying to tell, cause like everybody that listens to the to the show isn't a sports person, so you got to give them these little nuances. So as all that commotion was happening, um, this, the game stopped for an hour. They had to resuscitate him how many times? Three times. To get his PR for ten minutes. For ten minutes, um, and they got his heart started up again, and immediately put him on a breathing tube, and he's been on that ever since. Meanwhile, during this medical delay, timeout delay. Yeah. Skip Bayless, you know the Skip Bayless, my favorite black person, Little Wayne, Skip Bayless. Did he say that? Or are you just saying that? <laughs> That's the only like. Well, you, Chris. It's funny. I'm about to go down a rabbit hole real quick. You know that when you think about it, when you look at your own self, I don't have many white friends. I only have one. <laughs> yeah. No, I got some genuine ones. I got one that gave me a $300 Patriots jersey. Yeah, Chris has got a lot of good white friends. Listen to us. We sound like... Um, well, you know, I got, I got I got one black friend named Tyrone. He patted me on the head when he gave it to me. Oh, uh, <laughs> like a little pet. So good guy. So skips. Did you do you have the tweet? Yeah, he runs straight to Twitter. Mind you, we don't even know the gist if the man's alive. We don't know if he's dead. We don't know nothing. He goes straight to Twitter. It's just <laughs> this is from Skip Bayless. No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. <sighs> but here's my thing, though. Like, I understand where he's coming from, but I understand where he's coming from in more of a, like, a, like more than just a sports analysis. I'm talking as a human being. This is a man who is married, decided not to have children, and when he married his wife he told her listen if you're okay with coming second to football we can get married <laughs> so this is what he lives for it gives me vince mcmahon vibes after owen hart fell from the raps to the ring and oh died like the show must go on and, yeah they did continue didn't they yeah. that was fucked up i mean I, okay from skits point of perspective i can get it because i had a lot of friends i got a lot of free friends that do online betting yes they, the, the account froze because people were trying to get their money back. They was going to get their money back and they got it back. People had fancy leagues because this is the last week of the season. So, you know, fancy leagues is coming to end. Some people was in the championship. Yeah. They need their points. 
the ticket holders. So fuck his life, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, you know. That's fucked up. And then not even that, it's like the mathematics behind the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Six teams, different fates are vying for that last two playoff spots based on if the Bills lost or if the Bengals won or the Bengals. You get what I'm saying? It was right. It wasn't just that. The game had a lot of stipulations behind it. It had, had a lot riding on it. Yeah, but the man's life was at stake. Yeah. Like, he didn't say, well, I'm going to get y'all um, out of your money by having a fucking massive heart attack. It just happened. But, like, so I don't disagree, nor do I agree with Skip. I would just shut the fuck up and just watch the shit play he can't, out. He can't do that. That's all he had to do. He can't do that. He cannot do that. But now, so, do you want me to play the clip? Let me say this real quick. But now, Skip, you're going to get that St. Andrew y'all gave Kyrie for just posting something and not saying nothing. And yeah. when he lost, I try to make him lose everything. Yep. And you know what? I think, Skip, this is the first time that arrogant motherfucker was actually scared. Like, he was nervous. But he stood adamant by, I'm not taking it down. Yeah. So, well, here, what so, do you think? so what happens is he comes back on and he was like, Real like voice shaky with the hand with the um scripted apology. Yeah, scripted My, apology. Shannon didn't. Shannon took the day. Shannon out. took. The, <laughs> he said, "Ah, I'm not sitting in that car with you. You gonna sit right on that heat by yourself. You started this fire. You gonna live in this fire." <laughs> so Shannon came back today, and it just got real ugly. I'm gonna play it for y'all. Hopefully, y'all can hear it. Hold up, y'all. Sorry. And I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. Time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by what I tweeted. Skip, let me. Okay. Let me, All right. Okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting. Okay. Well, you could have came back, Skip. Well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I didn't know you were going to bring up. No, uh, there's been a lot of spectacle. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where Demar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into okay. your not get into your t- uh, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No, clearly the bosses wanted you to offer explanations. So clearly, somebody... no, they did not have. Nobody. Let's go, Jay. <laughs> it got real heated, and you know what? I was glad that Shannon threw money to the bus and said, "I do not agree with his tweet." Mm-hmm. And what do you think about that exchange? A lot of people were thinking it was scripted, and but I don't think so because Skip was like, "I thought we weren't gonna bring it." <laughs> now I'm gonna look at it from all sides of the board. I'm gonna get the baby. Go ahead. After the initial tweet, what's the first thing I went to Facebook and said? I said, "Tomorrow's show, Undisputed, one of the highest ratings ever." Shannon didn't show up, which kept which kept the uh the monster even going. So I said, "Well, darn, they're gonna get a two for one." Now we all going to wait to see the episode when Shannon do show up. And look how I start. 
So, I mean, I sense him joining, but also, like, it could go both ways, ratings-wise, because, you know, everybody wants to see what these guys going to have to say once they see each other again. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the show's not going to last long because Skip disrespected Shannon not too long ago. Yeah, and they said... And that put left... I think that left a bad mouth, bad taste in Shannon's mouth. Don't get it twisted. Skip, yes, you got the credentials, the journalist credentials, but Shannon, he's the energy. We watch well. Yeah. If I, whenever I watch it, I watch it for Shannon. I don't watch it for Skip because Skip's he's biased. Like he takes it personal, like he did with um, Shannon when they were talking about um, Brady. He started but she just started going at his personal to prove and your point. to prove your point. He's like, why you always gotta go personal when you're trying to prove your point? And the type of personality that Shannon Sharp got in the fan base he got, you could pair him up with somebody. He could get chemistry with anybody. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, it was just like it was just weird. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad he's getting the heat because he's 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 been able to recklessly say whatever the fuck he want. Um, encourage bullying of LeBron, who I could care less about. This now. I know it was real. That first episode back when Shannon didn't show up, mm-hmm. he talked so highly of LeBron. He was trying to hide. He he's like LeBron, LeBron, save me. <laughs> he said, "I know I this and that, but I now I am a fan." 20 years later. But you set the narrative for everybody to hate LeBron. You put a target mm-hmm. on his back. He ate it. He encouraged the bullying of LeBron. Had it been a Dallas Cowboys player, you'd been more sympathetic. Yeah. But why Why do you think he called on LeBron? You know why? Because LeBron be cooning sometimes. And he'll come and skick up and say, well, you know, me and him put our pet herbs differences aside. And I don't think he means harm by it. again? What happened? Like, I think he would, like, he's calling for LeBron to speak for him. Because Shannon uh, won't. What it was is just that same night, NBA games was playing too. Okay. Like Kyrie had a crazy put back dunk. Donovan Mitchell scored 71 points, the most points since Kobe's 80. But all that got overshadowed with my man's heart attack. As it should, yeah. And LeBron put up about 36. And he, for a 20, almost 40 year old man, he put up numbers bearing these young bucks. Yeah. So that night too. So it was that, so that was the next topic. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't he just pulled LeBron the hat. Yeah, but I hope that young man pulls through. And rest in peace to Gangsta Bill. Gangsta yes. Bill. Where them dollars at? Where them, Where them dollars, dollars at? at? And there's all this speculation of how she died, you know, what happened, blah, blah, blah. So I got, I went down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. I did. And <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I don't care. I do this for y'all. So listen. So Gangsta Bill allegedly has a um, cocaine addiction. And I believe it to be true, and here's mm-hmm. the reasons why. She was recently on um, couples therapy, and on couples therapy, they found a bag of white substances hid underneath a um, lamp in her room, mm-hmm. okay? Then she was on Vlad, because I um, watched her interview on Vlad, where Juicy J said the reason why the group broke up, 3-6 Mafia, was because of drugs, oh. and that people were on drugs as far all the way up to, to meth. And she said that she never did meth, and then he was like, well, did you ever do coke? And she was like, yeah, why not? So I believe, and then also that same night they were partying. It was New Year's Eve, so you know they got a big bag of some coke. And um, her and her brother were probably partying together. And he actually OD that night. They sent him to the hospital. He actually, they were able to revive him, and he's okay. But she didn't make it. She actually died on the porch. So they got the same batch, probably. And then they said that they she had drugs on her person allegedly. And that it was fitting all in there. Now, don't be now. When you said 
uh, what what you say, Jay said about the um, three sixty on drugs. Don't be surprised about this. I've been listening to three six since what? Element middle school. The nineties. The nineties. We gonna go to two thousand when um chapter something six 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 when the smoke clears come out. How do sipping on scissors start the intro? Mm-hmm. Y'all nah sippers, nah snorters, nah smokers. <laughs> Get the fuck outside. Cause we ain't playing with y'all. Sip it on some scissors. They just they, for real. Yeah. And like they, they get they mean like they get it popping. They get it popping. And when he did the when he, Vlad did the interview, he he actually revealed himself. He did um uh LSD, ecstasy, Molly, um, mushrooms. She said she recently did some mushrooms. Um, they started talking about the drugs they was into. Yeah, and see the thing is, a lot of y'all people as heavy critic critics, y'all gotta get outside your small town. Like you go to places where you go to parties where the people, the clothes they got on cost more than the car you drove in. They mm-hmm. doing coke. Like y'all smoke y'all little blunts, like different stores for different folks. See, our well, first small of all, town, from from my mom's era, the baby boomers era, you know, the crack era. Crackheads were seen as the bottom of the barrel cheap. Because it was cheap as shit. Yeah. But the ones who snorted the lines and the baggies, that was a rich man's drug. Your your, your regular, regular doctor who would snort a line before you go and do a surgery on somebody. Athletes. They used to put Coke in the co- Coca-Cola. Like, yes. that, that's why it's called Coca-Cola. They used to put it in there. So... I don't look down on drug people with drug addictions because, you know, everybody has their vice and some people let the shit get out of hand. Some people like hippies, like they like experimenting. Yeah, like they said, mushrooms, they got enough stuff. Mushrooms are safer than taking yeah. antidepressants. Yeah, I believe that. And and but wonderful trip, by the way. Wonderful trip. Gangsta Boo gives me the the vibe that she was a hippie because she said in college was the first time she uh did some lean, and then she said she like fell asleep. She's like, nope, that's not for me. That drug put you down. Plus, that's big from that area. Yeah, so she said she it was, you know, fucking with the white people. She said she was with her white friends. You know, it's crazy. During that time, of the group when when the album came out, she's the only one that don't got a verse on sipping on some scissor. Yeah, first of all, and now it makes sense why she was missing from this pussy got you hooked song that we love with um Fisher Remy because she she I think she was out the group and um she was probably she he said that they weren't showing up because of their addictions. Now most known unknowns that's basically a two man weave that is just Paul and Juicy J because mm-hmm. mind you Lord Infamous passed yeah and Project Pat he is a relation to one of them mm-hmm. but he is not an actual man he's like an affiliate he's he, not a member Pat, of project the pat and juicy j are related i believe yeah i think they might be even brother no 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 no. i'm saying he's related yeah yeah project pat and i do juicy j are brothers he's an affiliate but the actual group little infamous uh dj paul juicy j and um Gang- cousins one or two something yeah well it was an update on vlad tv that there was no foul play in her um death yeah, you know, it was New, it was new it was Year's. It was cocaine. You know, she was getting high. I mean, she died in the comfort of her home. She wasn't out. Yeah. That's, what we're, that's what we do now. We don't go out risking DUIs and, and drunk. She's only 43. She never had a family. She was young. I think she was, like, low-key lesbian. I don't think Because she, she gave me, like, real masculine vibes. I don't think she was lying with family. Like, she reminded me of Missy Elliott, sort of. Somebody was knocking that line in. I mean, she was fucking a white boy that she, she brought yeah. to couples therapy. She but... just gave me tomboy pussy vibes. They said tomboy. Tomboys be having the best coochie. <laughs> I'm going to keep it a bean. 
Uh-huh. That that chapter six that I'm gonna smoke clears, the album cover insert. I used, mm-hmm. I should jerk off to that. Yeah. Gangster, because you know oh my God. she gangster went there with her titties out with a stethoscope on. She was good looking. When she was yes. younger, she was yes. a pretty ch- chocolate woman, but you could see the toll of the cocaine on yeah, her. I could see she started it. looking like a she started auntie. looking like yeah, an like, old auntie. Like this her skin was looking weird, like you could tell she was getting high. And I tore it on Instagram too. I said, you did the album cover Instagram. So you got me through some rough times as a as a, as a uh, t- um, teenager. Are you serious? She, remember I told you when I said she responded? Yeah. She responded to that shit. She's very humble. Like she, yeah. but she's a legend up in Memphis. She's a legend and she will be surely missed. And I went to the archive. I did find a song with her, Glorilla, and Lotto. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to listen to it. I mean, I w- I'm not a fan of her music. I, I I'm not a. She's not my type of rapper. I'm a little Kim fan. I'm an Eve fan. I'm like, I'm a, a Lauren Hill fan. I, I'm not. I'm. She's not my vibe. I'm not a Foxy Brown fan. And it got nothing to do with the Kim and Foxy thing. It's just I'm not a fan of their music. She don't got enough for me. She don't have enough sure. music. Anyway, make sure you like, subscribe. Are you, you got more? Oh, I was talking about, yeah, my, what are you talking about 3-6 Roots? She was just part of the spectrum. Oh, yeah, this is big for you. I, I, I was a heavy No Limit bull. But when I, when, when once um, No Limit wasn't hitting with, with the releases, I needed <laughs> You traded teeth. I, I listened to um, <laughs> chapter whatever, World Domination. Mm-hmm. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. And she up. talked about that in Vlad's interview. She, she, said that, she said that they couldn't perform that. And she said, you see them, with, if the promoter told them they can't pro- perform it, they perform it anyway. That was like that was knuck if he buck before knuck if he buck. Uh-huh. Them clubs, fights, shootings happened behind that songs. It I was love like, knuck if he buck. That's my shit. That three six mafia sounds like a Negro spiritual man. And it's sad because they just started getting along again, and they they were just performing. Because they did the verses. Yeah, it was sad. Rest in power, boo. Yeah. Y'all have a good night, y'all. Make sure you like, subscribe. Make sure y'all run those numbers up. We're almost to sixty thousand. Keep running up the numbers. Bet they won't. Do stunts.